Hello and welcome back to Lex Education, the smash hit comedy podcast, science podcast, where my little brother, Ron. Hello, I'm Ron. That's Ron. He tries to teach me. Hello, I'm Laura. Um, Science. (laughs) Uh, It's episode five, chemistry two. Welcome back. How are you doing, Ron? It's good. It's our first early morning record because you're about to get on a train. I'm coming to see you today. Hooray. Very exciting. Now, before we start the episode, we would like to thank Podspike. They're our friendly, tame podcast marketing <laughs> people. <laughs> uh, we found them in the wild. They found us in the wild. They probably found us in the wild, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah, they very much found us in the wild. And they said, hello, would you like to start your podcast alongside somebody that knows what they're doing and we said oh yes thank you very much please that would be kind and um so they showed us how to launch a podcast and it's worked hasn't it Ron? because you're these people are listening right now i think it's gone swimmingly yeah we hit 1000 downloads this week which we think for week two is pretty spicy that you know that's nice isn't it ron it is nice yeah we got a badge we did get a badge. Can you stop tapping your desk, please? You're very unprofessional. You know all about science, but not about broadcasting. Hmph. Um, so, yes, chemistry. Thank you, Podspike and, and chemistry. We're back with you today. Now, Thank you, chemistry. <laughs> I would never thank chemistry. Don't be ridiculous. I hate chemistry. Um, and thank you to people like Greg, Helen, Colin, Matthew and Kay for your sort of quote tweets of episodes. That really helps. Um, as well as the interacting and the chatting that we've been doing with all of you guys underneath. It's lovely. Thank you very much. And Becky Lulu, thank you for your Instagram post. We really appreciate it. Uh, Ron, we've had a new Apple review. Yes, from Riddled with Gin. Someone I think we could get along with. In, I do like a bit of gin, although I had some port this weekend. Just a sniff. And it was very lovely. Um, Riddled with Gin says, All the joys of GCSE science without the strange teachers. Which I think is nice for you, Ron, because that means you're not strange. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with that. Um, I I don't know what the joys of GCSE science are, but um, we're producing them. (laughs) Yeah, there, there isn't a joy of GCSE science as far as I'm concerned. But there is joy in podcasting. Mmm... Now, last week we were talking about chromosomes, were we? Mm, yeah. Probably. And <laughs> and we asked if any of you guys knew why X and Y chromosomes, why don't we use the Z or whatever. Um, now, Mystic says that there are W and Z ones in beetles and animals. No, they said that there are W and Z ones in beetles and birds, I believe. Yeah, but birds are animals. Yes, so... but... Yeah, but not all animals are birds. <laughs> but all birds are animals. I love birds. I've got a bird feeder, and I'm training Mackie to shout at the pigeons, but not at the sparrows. Um. Anyway, so that that's one thing. Maybe there are W and Z. And then Daniel suggests that the chromosomes look like an X and a Y. So they come in pairs, joined in the middle. God, everything's in fucking pairs, isn't it? <laughs> they come in pairs joined in the middle. So the X ones, which are the long ones, they're kind of joined in the middle. So when you get the two of them, they look kind of like an X. Oh, and so then they, the Y they one... Like join halfway and like flex their crotches into each other. Yeah, and then the Y one is much shorter. So it would kind of look like a Y, but with kind of a vestigial tail. Um, but I thought that too um, when I was having a think about this and I texted um, a friend of the podcast, Noah, about um, about this because he's, he's a biologist and he was he was just like, yeah, of course, that's that's why it is. But um, I, I couldn't find any evidence for that being the etymology of X and Y. Mm, okay, well, there we have it. Even more science, <laughs> which is what we all came here for. So we're going to jump back in to chemistry two with a big look on some atoms. I'm excited to get back into it. You just love science so much, you geek. I do, I do. Not chemistry, though. No, I thought, no, physics is the worst one. I didn't mind chemistry, those plum puddings and the little sad reggae boys. 
Now that's how I can tell, or the listener can probably tell that it has been a long time since we recorded those episodes because you really did fucking mind chemistry. Oh, okay. Well, it's mellowed a bit in my memory of it. Maybe physics was just so shit going back to it. I think what happened was you just did quite well on the quiz. Mm, Uh, Could be that. I do like to be the winner, kid. Yeah, physics is worse, though. Okay, so just give me a quick rundown on what we did last time. We did electrons, they go in rings. That's how things go on the periodic table. Um, we did the makeup of the nucleus. And it's we a sort of atoms, subtle basically. look with contouring and a little bit of shading across the brow line. I don't understand what you're saying to me. You said it was the makeup of the something or other. I didn't listen to the rest of it. I thought. Of oh. I I got that you were talking about makeup. I thought nucleus was some makeup term that I had. Oh heard. no, the makeup of the nucleus must be what you said. But I didn't even hear the word nucleus because I started to go. I thought of something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, and the nucleus is the brain. It's inside a membrane. Not in atoms. What? I thought it was in, in cells. In oh. cells, it's in a membrane in. Not in atoms. <laughs> Why don't they call them something different? Because it probably comes from Greek or Latin or something. Oh, how the fuck are you supposed to remember that? So they both have nucleuses, but they're different things. Yes. What's an atom's nucleus, then? It's it's the bit with all of the um, Bob Marley. Don't rub and your the... eyes already. It makes me sad when you rub your eyes. <laughs> It's the bit with the Bob Marley and the sound engineers that keeps all those sound boys in line. Oh, yeah, that was the line. sound desk. That was the little yeah. mixer. Okay, and then the party's going on around them. That's where they store the neutrons. Yes. And that's yes. how well, determines how heavy the cell is, atom is. Yes, yes. So, I mean, um, great segue. So, um, basically, for most of today, what we're going to be doing is just uh, getting a little bit smaller. Hello. Um, so learning, well, like smaller than atoms, we're going to be learning more about the, the bits that make them up. Okay. 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 The organelles. That was a joke. Yeah. Like the atom organelles. I'm assuming kind of. from your pausing that cell atoms do not have organelles. But, you know, like the organelles of the atom is what I mean. Clever girl. Uh, I thought I thought you were joking. I might have broken up there for a bit. You definitely froze and were giving me a very derisive look. <laughs> okay, so which do you remember which particles are positively charged and which ones were negatively charged? Now, like the Englishy part of my brain is telling me that protons would be positively charged because they're pro. So I'm going to say protons. Correct. Yes. And the electrons are negatively charged. Yes. Neutrons are neutral. That makes sense. Well done, language. Hooray. Um, yeah, so what uh, the concept that they want us to learn about first is the idea of relative charge. Ah, uh, okay. That's where you ask your aunt and uncle for money before they come and stay with you. Oh, I was going to say when you run at a line of your cousins very fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, so relative charge Which cousins is... are you picturing when you say that? Oh, the weird ones. Yeah, so the idea of relative charge is basically a simplified way to look at um, the the charge of not only these small particles, but then these small particles determine the charge of molecules and atom and ions and, and larger things as well. So basically, what we say is protons have a charge of plus one, and electrons have a charge of negative one. They cancel okay? each other out. Exactly. Yes. So it basically means that. Because whenever an ion or a molecule is charged, it is either... Hang on, what's an ion? What's a molecule? We'll we'll get to those in a second. It just means that when those are charged, they're essentially, they're either lacking electrons or they have too many. So it's always going to be increments of this relative charge of of plus or, or minus a number. 
Okay. Sure, mate. I mean, everything you just said there was just like... So it will be a number, okay? And then you paused and looked at me and I realised I was supposed to be processing that information. But I was waiting for it to get to a bit that meant something to me. It didn't happen. Well, it's just because I don't know. I can't actually remember the unit for charge, but like a proton's charge would be teeny, teeny, tiny, 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 because they're so small, right? Mm. So what you could do is you could say, oh, this ion has a charge of 0.0000001, whatever's. But that would be a bit tedious and hard to work with. So we just say that is plus one. It's relative to the atom. And then that just simplifies it when we talk about it. Charged with what, babe? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, What's it like, charged like, with? Like just atom juice? What is it? Magnets, basically. Oh. Because I was just thinking there, just give it whatever number you fucking want, science. Who cares? You're the only ones talking about it. But it's magnetic in the same way that other magnets are magnetic. Yeah, opposites attract. I don't know what that's got to do with anything, but like, so you could so the, me- you could measure the charge of a proton against like a mag a fridge magnet. Yes, that's why you're saying it's simplified to go to one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then yeah, so opposites attract. So you've got all the negative electrons um, floating around the outside attracted so everything's in. Everything's metal. No. Everything is electromagnetic energy. No, that's not true. Cut that, cut that, cut that. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in with a big whack, whack, oops noise. And then um, a big flashing light will start wherever someone's listening to the podcast. And and in fireworks, it'll say, Ron is dumb, Ron is dumb. And a little dancing version of me will be dancing around. Ron is so stupid. What an idiot. He thinks the whole world is full of, what was it, electric... Electromagnetic energy. What an idiot. Electromagnetic energy. <laughs> he is an idiot. Right, so let's move on from relative charge because oh, yeah, I feel like good. we're circling a very depressing <laughs> dream. Um, we just call everything they... one to make it easier. I agree. Well done, science. Yeah. So it just means so that, um, the example that I thought was the easiest to look at is table salt, which we've talked about before, sodium chloride. I remember right? this bad boy, NaCl. The sodium gives the its electron, the Na, gives its electron to the chlorine. Yeah. So what charge will the sodium ion have now? Positive. Yes, meaning that the... And, and what... What charge? Like, what number charge? How much charge? Six? I don't know. How many, how many, how many little plums has one. it got? It's one. Why is it one? Surely it should be minus because one. Given... It gave something away. Yes, but it gave a negative thing away. Well, so it was two before and now it's one. No, it was zero before, and now it's one. All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> what? Like, it's given away a negative charge. Yeah. So it's So you can only now... ever really be minus one, zero, or plus one. Well, um, the using your periodic table, give me the next element along in the row from sodium. Uh, no, I've got to find sodium. Where's he hiding? Oh, he's over here in in group one. Hey, what's the group two element in that row? Uh, magnesium. So magnesium, remember, because it's um, only got two electrons in its outermost shell, it's quite easy for it to shed those two. Yeah, fuck off. So magnesium could shed both those electrons, which would leave it with a charge of... Neutral again, zero. No, it's shed two <laughs> electrons. <laughs> but if it's got, if it's all, if everybody's in pairs, they're happy, aren't they? 
Yes, but they're both negative. All electrons are negative. So who's got protons? The the nucleus of the atom. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh dear. So he, um so he's minus two then. Plus two. Plus because <laughs> it's given away two minus things. Wait, so where was the neutrons? They're in the nucleus as well as the protons. The neutrons are in the nucleus, yes. Oh, it's crowded in there then, isn't it? It is indeed. I think I'd rather be an electron, a bit freewheeling. Yeah, yeah. you get around more when you're an electron. Yeah. Um, so... Um, leading back to your question earlier, and I'm sure you're going to ask about a few more things. <laughs> it does sound so miserable that I'm here. <laughs> no, it's just, I was really worried that I hadn't done enough research for this episode. <laughs> we're already right in the weeds, so it's, and also we're covering a lot of what we've covered in previous episodes. <laughs> about any of these sums we absolutely like we did the the whole of the last episode on like the structure of the atom yeah and i remembered some of it plum pudding plum bloody pudding right so atoms an atom is when there is an equal number of protons and electrons therefore not charged okay Hang on, atom equals protons equaling electrons. Atoms yep. are neutral, the neutrons don't come into it. No, not quite. So, okay. so that's an atom when yep. the electrons and the protons are in balance. If the number of protons changes, that changes the element. Yeah. So... Another proton in a sodium nucleus makes it a magnesium. Changing the protons changes the element. Yep, and the proton number, you'll see the proton number on your periodic table. It's um, the one that... This is magic, isn't it? Just changing into a different thing. Boop, boop, boop. I'm not chlorine anymore. I'm gold. Boop, boop, boop. That's um, alchemy. Yeah, just by changing the... Pro so alchemy is possible? Um, I mean, I I would say it probably is, but I just don't think we have any idea of how to do it. It would take an intense amount of energy. Okay, so changing the protons changes the element, but it doesn't change the charge. Um, well, it would. Yeah, so it some would. things are just... They all start with different charges. No, so... Um, uh, the, it's just, it's not, it's not often that protons leave or join a nucleus. It, it, what I more mean by that is just the number of protons defines the element. I'm confused now. So, right, so, so, when, when sodium and chlorine get together... Yeah. Why doesn't that just change chlorine into the thing in the next column? Because they are exchanging electrons, not protons. Electrons is the thing, Ron. Changing yes. the protons changes the element, you clever boy. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so protons, um, uh, the number of protons defines the element. Uh, a change in the number of electrons, that makes an ion. Changing the electrons... And you have to plug so, an ion in electrons. I Makes. didn't understand that <laughs> at all. If you're but, using okay. an iron, you've got to plug it in to oh, some electricity. Iron. Oh, so, so changing the electrons makes it an ion. God, that was one of the most tedious ones you've come up with. <laughs> right. So, so when the sodium atom sheds its electron to the, to the chlorine atom, mm -hmm. they both become ions because they are now charged and they have an uneven number of protons and electrons. Okay. Does shedding a proton make 
a charge. It would, but it very rarely happens. Okay, let's not bother learning about that then. Yeah, yeah, like that's uh, we Sack might that come off. across. We might come across that. I believe that only really ever happens um, during radioactive decay. Radioactive. But, um, well, radioactive. hey, we're going to get bloody sued. Stop that. Sorry. Um, uh, but we'll come across that. And then we've talk we talked about this, um, I think, in the last Atoms uh, episode we did. A different number of neutrons makes a different isotope. Isotope sounds like a made-up word, doesn't it? Sounds like a baseball team. The neutrons makes an isotope. Yeah, a different number of neutrons um, is a different isotope. That's the weight of the neutrons are the big boys. So you could have let's so you could have a um, you know uh, an oxygen atom. It's got eight protons. Mm One of them might have eight neutrons. Another one might, might have nine neutrons. They are different isotopes to each other, but they are both oxygen because they both have eight protons. Would they feel different to breathe? No. Okay. So In I fact, don't think isotopes are, matter then, do they? Let's you not are breathing. You are breathing hundreds of different isotopes all at once, all at the same time. Ron, what is the point of all of this? Well, we'll learn some more. Oh, no. I hate it when we've done a bit and I go, great, I've got that in my head. And then it turns out that was the, like, two lines as the introduction to what we're about to go on and do. No, it's more just kind of today is a lot of just learning stats and facts about atoms. Okay. Well, we should make top trumps with different atoms on them, Ron. Then we could play top trumps. Yes. Like I'd say to you, hang on, let me get my board and have a look. I'd say to you, oh, I'm um, molybdenum, and I've got 42 electrons. And I'd say I'm cadmium, and I've got 26 electrons. Oh, well, I've won then, haven't I? Give me your cadmium. Good content. <laughs> do, do, do. Okay, uh, molybdenum so. is a transition metal. So Ooh. don't tell J.K. Rowling about that one, because <laughs> she will be kicking off. Oh, I've just right, realized okay. I'm using my notebook back to front. Ah, oh, I'm so stupid. No, I'm not. <laughs> I just had it upside down. Don't worry. That's my page. Yes, you are. that means you're not stupid. I'm not stupid after all. Well done, me. I did some gardening today and I thought about biology. Well, what did you think about? Um, I thought about how... <laughs> just, the... <laughs> I'm touching biology. <laughs> I thought about how the sun makes me feel nice and it makes plants feel nice. Uh... <laughs> Um, and I planted, <laughs> I planted a flower that doesn't really like to be in full sun. And I thought maybe that's got less, um, maximatosis things to make ATP. So it doesn't want as much stuff to convert into energy. It's got less myxomatosis. <laughs> a disease I know that that's not the right around. word, but I can't remember what the right word was. Hang on, where's my uh, Well, we'll find out in episode seven. Um, not microscopy. Mitochondria make yes. the ATP. God, what the hell is that drawing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, a sperm that looks like a key is kissing a frog with big lips. Um, <laughs> ooh. I was wondering if a plant that likes to be in the shade, maybe they have less mitochondria. Can't cope um, with as much conversion. Uh, it's probably they they might do as, um, but I, uh, the 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 causation is probably the other way around. They've probably got less because they like to be in the sun. Not they like to be in the sun because they've got less. Well, how do they just like something? They're plants. Let's oh, let's that. save this confusion. Yeah, let's not get into um, selective pressures and, and natural selection. Now, we need to talk about the size of atoms. 
Very small. Done. Next thing. Teeny. Would you like to hazard a guess as to how small in oh, meters? Oh, so small that it's fucking garbage that we're talking about them. <laughs> because if we just left them alone, there'd be no nuclear war. We'd no nuclear reactors. We could just carry on with our lives, not caring. Would you like to hazard a guess uh, as okay. to how uh, small? <laughs> Um, did, um, in meters. In meters. Well, that's too big to measure something like an atom. All right, in nanometers then. I don't know what that is. What's that? That's like why I said fucking meters. Hello, I'm nanometer. I hope that's a character in some children's science one day. I'm nanometer. Let me tell you about how small things are in my day. Be the change, Laura. Uh, nano, uh, in metres, so a metre is big, like, what's a metre? About the size of a wheelbarrow, and then, <laughs> and then an atom. Relatable. <laughs> an atom is way smaller. So let's say a millimetre is, I don't know, uh, hang on, how big was a, a cell, and then... Is a cell bigger than an atom? I don't think cells and atoms exist in the same world. They, uh, I'm going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about 20 atoms to the millimetre. No, 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 no. <laughs> so uh, an atom is about 0.1 nanometers across. That's including all of the electrons whizzing around the nucleus. That is one. How many noughts? Nine, I believe. Whoa. one meters, is that? Yes, yeah. How much is that in millimeters? Because I can't think about that. Um, in millimetres, then, that would be 0.6 noughts, one. Three, four, five, six, one millimetre. Oh, they're, so they're even smaller than cells. Was that a joke? No, because I don't understand. Are cells made of atoms? Yes! <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Because what the <laughs> fuck else is it going to be made out of? <laughs> I don't know, cell parts, organelles. Those little men that stood together and made a membrane. Okay, right. But let's track this back. So if... <laughs> are, th are all of those people made of atoms? Everything you've ever seen or touched, heard or smelt is made out of atoms. So is air an atom? It's more than one. And so is, so is a lysosome. Yep. Name another thing. I'll tell you if it happens. <laughs> Don't be a prick. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Well, I feel like then who cares? That is so small, Ron. Yeah, who, how small. did they split that then? How do you break up one of those? Uh, well, you fire it. That? that is so you much don't glass see it. In a You fire another one of those at it. Um, That's to, uh, cruel. Yeah. Um, here's a fun thing, though. The nucleus of the atom is only is is one ten thousandth of the atom's radius. That's how big it is. So nine nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine of it is empty space. What with a wall around the empty space? No. So why isn't the atom just small then? Because of the electrons whizzing around it. Oh, they just whiz. They're not on string. I thought they'd be on string. No, they whiz, held in by the, the magnetic charge. Clever. Mm -hmm. oh, I think there might yeah. be a god, you know. This all just sounds too stupid to have happened on its own. Do you remember the last chemistry episode we were talking about? Um... I thought I did, but I thought I'd had a good time. <laughs> And now I'm sitting here, I just would cry and go downstairs. And um, I guess I didn't have a good time. 
But do you remember old Ernie Ernie Ruff, Ernie Rutherford? No. The guy that was firing. No. <laughs> Who was that was. farmer that made peas that you always used to tell me about? Mendel. He wasn't a farmer, he was a monk. Uh, yeah, do you remember Rutherford? He was the guy that was shooting particles at a very, uh, some gold foil. And some of them went through, but crucially some of them bounced back. Oh yeah, that one. That took us a long time to understand. Yep, the bollards instead of the wall. <laughs> um, so this is why it's because the nucleus of the atom is such a small point inside the greater space of the atom. Mm -hmm. So everything's just floating about, like wood seems really hard, but actually it's just loads it's, of space. It is, to such a huge degree, everything that is mass is just empty space. Madness. I just yeah. don't think I understand reality anymore. Yeah, like when you touch your desk, you're, it's just kind of empty space pushing up against empty space. Is that how water goes through things? No. No. <laughs> Can things go around these electrons, or is the magnet pushing everything out of the electrons? Do you mean sort of in between them in, and like through yeah, the empty space? Yeah, as they're space? whizzing about, can stuff go through them? I think energy can, not other particles though. Okay. But that might be wrong. And are they colourful? No, colours don't exist at that size. Where does colour come from? Well, um, so colour is made from different wavelengths of light. So you can't have something, for example, that's red if that thing is smaller than the wavelength of red light. I wish I hadn't asked that question. <laughs> Didn't make okay, me feel let's good. move on. <laughs> <laughs> so just like we had relative charge with um, subatomic particles, we've got relative mass as well. Yeah. So. A That's proton. When you take your brother and sister and you go and ask God for forgiveness. So a proton uh, weighs <laughs> weighs one relative mass. A proton weighs one. And a neutron also weighs one. They weigh the same. Okay. And proton, electrons. Those are all the guys in the nucleus. Yep. These are the guys in the house. Okay. Yep. And an electron. I think they're going to be smaller, 0.5. They are so small, we just completely ignore their mass. What? So they're yes. just a zero? Yep, yep, they are a zero when it comes to uh, relative mass. So adding the protons and the neutrons in any given nucleus gives you the atomic mass of that nucleus. Um, so that is the bigger number on, uh, in your periodic table. Okay, so going back to Molly Bednam, 95.94. You'll notice that all of the atomic masses on your periodic table aren't round numbers. Could you hazard a guess why? Because science sucks my big wet balls. <laughs> okay, uh, is it because they've got to add the skin of the nucleus to it? No. Um, is it because uh, Imperial? It is because um, these are all averages. And oh. as we've heard, so there are different isotopes for, um, for all of these things. Isotope. So that is the average atomic mass of any one of these elements. Right. Well, that doesn't um, seem like a useful thing to know then. That's just a number that none of them weigh, isn't it? Well, no, it absolutely does because atoms, as we've discovered... <laughs> You're so are... defensive of science. Don't tell off my girlfriend science. I like to kiss her in the morning. <laughs> you idiot. Stop trying to turn this into a comedy podcast. Oh, I don't not... want it to be a science podcast. That's the problem. God, a huge bird just flew by my window. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm.
Right, so the reason why that matters is because you never get... Matters! You never get one atom on its own. Never, ever. Lonely boys. Atoms are lonely boys. No, I said you never get them on their own. Yeah, they get lonely, so they hang around together. <laughs> yeah, but then they wouldn't be lonely. No, you can still be lonely if you hang out with someone. Tom and I have this argument all the time. He says that if we're in the same room, I'm not allowed to be lonely. And I said I can be lonely during a conversation. But that, that doesn't make any sense. Somebody that was alone is obviously not a lonely thing because they like their own company. Whereas atoms are clearly, they struggle when they're alone. So they're always with a friend. Atoms get lonely. So they hang out together. The fucking mental hula hoops that you were expecting people to do to, to just jump on that fucking bandwagon. Okay, Georgie. Atoms always come in pairs. No, they always... Uh, <laughs> Who said pairs? Isn't that what you... That's what I pictured. Atoms well, always I mean, are never I mean, alone. there are atoms always in pairs. Pairs are made out of atoms, just like anything else. Hey! <laughs> atoms always are never alone. Triple well, A N A. That's how we'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the triple A N A. Atoms are always never alone. Yeah, but like I haven't really finished getting ah, this point no. out. <laughs> It's, it's not that they can't be on their own. It's just that there's, they're so small and there's so many of them that in practice they never are. Do you understand? I'm liking an atom soup right now, aren't I? Yeah. Um, well, it's not that they're never alone, is it? They just make up everything, so everything is them. Yeah, but like, what I'm trying to say is that, say in a lab, if you were trying to measure the properties of uh, beryllium, you would never have one beryllium atom to test. It would Unless always be... Unless you were firing it at somebody else's atom to do a nuclear bomb. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, you but would always you have... if space, could you put one atom on its own in space? In theory, yes. In practice, no. Why not? Because we can't... It's very hard for us to do one atom. Atoms are very, very small. Well, how did we split it then? Chemical reactions and stuff. I oh, think. I reckon we could get one on their own then. Yeah, Let's... like I say. Why don't we try and do that for the end of the series? Put one atom in space. Because <laughs> yeah. we never know if we did it. <laughs> That's... Like, it would That's... just proving my point that absolutely none of this fucking matters. Yeah, but you can't just, like, suggest a thing we do and then go, yeah, that doesn't matter. It's like, okay, how about this? We go on holiday and spread some jam on the Taj Mahal, and then you're like, well, that's pointless. Why would we spread jam on the Taj Mahal? And then I go, yeah, see? What's the point of going on holiday? <laughs> but we'd know if we'd put jam on the Taj Mahal. No, if we put it on the back. <laughs> yeah, we would. I can walk round the back. Now, you've, you've never been... seen the back of the Taj Mahal. You've been caught out, buddy boy. <sighs> right, so atoms are always, never alone. <laughs> Triple A N A. Ah, That's the no. episode title. <laughs> Okay, okay. And, so, and so that's why we just measure the average. We just weigh it and then we go, and that's 19 beryllium's. That weight divided by 19 gives us, oh, where's the notepad? Gives us 9.01. Exactly. So students should be able to calculate the numbers of protons, neutrons, and electrons in an atom or ion given its atomic number, mass number, and charge. Brilliant. So we're going to do this now, right now. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, okay. So. I've made copious notes. There is a sodium ion with a charge of plus one. So it has... sodium ion has a charge of plus one. It has an atomic mass of 23. It weighs 23. 
And an atomic number of 11. Atom number 11. Okay. Tell me how many protons, how many neutrons, and how many electrons it's got. Are you mad? I haven't got a clue. <laughs> what? Students should be able to calculate <laughs> that. Oh, hang on a minute. Okay, 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 okay. Wait. It's plus one is the charge. Yep. Electrons are out of the equation because they're the flyboys. They're too small. No, you, I want to know the number of electrons as well, please. Oh, I can't know that. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Uh, if it weighs 11, I think it must be... Five neutrons. No, it doesn't weigh 11. Its atomic number is 11. Its atomic mass is 23. What's the atomic number got to do with anything? What is the atomic number? What? What's the atomic number, please? <laughs> work it out. Look at your periodic I'm trying table. to work it out! I don't like to be told to work it out. That actually makes me really cross because you know I am working it out. You know I am! <laughs> You're asking me! I can't remember what the atomic number means! Where's sodium? They should put these in alphabetical order, it's very hard to find them. I'm panicking now. No, what order are they in, Laura? Um, bigness. What order are they in? Size. What defines the element? <laughs> well, it's salt! <laughs> No. I hate being under pressure! What is the difference between sodium and magnesium? Um... Uh, sodium has one... fewer... whizzy boys. Yes! We, uh, Which one? Uh, Which one? I'm thinking, don't shout at me! Electrons! No, the other one. Electrons were the whizzy boys. <laughs> the electrons are the whizzy boys. But the, remember the whizzy boys, differences in the whizzy boys, the electrons, that's what makes an ion. Oh. What did, how did we change what element it was? Uh, radioactive energy. But what particle? There's only three, my love. <laughs> Um, protons? Yeah. So the number of protons defines the element. Remember, magnesium has one more proton in its nucleus than sodium. Yeah. So, Magnesium's atomic number is 12. So, so, so... Sodium's <laughs> atomic so number is 11. So sodium's 11 protons. Yes. Okay. It weighs 23, so it must have 12 neutrons. Yes. Okay. And then it's got a charge of 1 plus 1, so it must have 10 electrons. Exactly. Yes. No, you worked it out. That was great. Yeah, but I'm sweating so much. All because of a so thing that isn't even salt yet. Okay, we were going to do two and more that, of those. And that's but... an ion. Yes. Why isn't it an atom? Because it has a charge. It's not an equal number okay, of protons Yeah, because an electron electrons. has disappeared off somewhere. Exactly. Okay, yeah. all right. Give me another one. Give me another one. Okay. Um, helium is one of the noble gases, therefore it never forms an ion. So please tell me if a helium atom had an atomic mass of four, an atomic number of two, how many of each type of particle it's got. Okay, so it, I know that it's got two protons. Exactly, yep. So then it must mean it's got two neutrons, because two yep. plus two equals four. And then it's a noble gas, so it could not be an ion. 
so it must have two electrons. Exactly. The noble gases are the steady boys. Yep, they're they're full. You know, yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. they've got full rings. They can't take on or lose any. And they're really small. Yes, I just I didn't think we talked about that. Nice. Yeah, I, I nailed that after the initial panic. So yeah, see, it's not that hard. No, I'm a scientist now. And that information has probably pushed out something else from the, <laughs> the other side of your head, so lucky you. Do I wipe front to back or back to front? <laughs> okay, um, how do you feel about doing a bit of maths? Well, I just smashed that maths, so bring it on, I say. Because students should be able to calculate the relative atomic mass of an element given the percentage abundance of its isotopes. What is what? Right, so... Have you got your pen ready? Yes. Okay. This is the pen we got free from the jewellers when Tom bought my engagement ring. God, you thought they'd given you a nicer pen. Well, that wasn't that nice a ring. Didn't his dad make your ring? Did his dad just give you a pen? No, his dad made his wedding ring. Uh, okay. I thought it was just jewels being like, here you go, and here's a pen. Julian does love to give us pens. It's just a um, feature. Right, so there are three different isotopes of oxygen. Oxygen 16, write that down. Hang on, hang on. Three different oxygen 16. That sounds like a, like a cleaning. Uh, are you a teenager with too many spots? Try oxygen 16. Oxygen 17. That is a one for somebody slightly older. <laughs> <laughs> and oxygen 18. Oh! Legally drinking. Is your skin dehydrated from going to Weatherspoons? So oxygen sixteen yep. is ninety-nine point seven six three percent of oxygen. Of all oxygen in the world. Yep, in the universe that we've found. Oxygen seventeen is naught point naught three seven five of all oxygen. God, I bet someone got a right spaff on when they discovered some of these oxygens. And oxygen 18 is 0.1995%. So 17 is the rarest one. 1995, that's the year you were born. And I'm 18, so... Whoa! Mind blown. Okay. So now, from all of that information, you should be able to tell me the average atomic mass of oxygen. How could I possibly do that? What are you talking about? Because you've got um, the percentages of the, of the different masses. No, I know how many these types of oxygens exist. You've got the percentage of oxygen in the world that is that weighs 16, the percentage of it that weighs 17, the percentage of it that weighs 18. So you can work out the average mass. Why? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I knew you weren't going to like this episode. Who cares? It's already so small that nobody gives a shit about it. And then you're telling me to weigh 0.0375% of the theoretical oxygen. Oh! Why? <laughs> What help is this? Even if you fucking love oxygen, who cares? Well, I mean, like, legitimately, for anything where you have to weigh chemicals, you need to know these things. You can't weigh oxygen. You can if there's enough of it. There's loads. Yes, and you can weigh oh, it. That is heavy. Yeah, but you understand that oxygen can exist in other things. So... All right, I'll do some sums and see what comes up here. <laughs> All right, okay, so 16 times 99.763 equals 1,596.208. Then 17 times 0.0375 equals 0. This doesn't feel like it's going to be right. Six, three, seven, five. And then 18 times 0.1995 equals 
equals 3.591. Then uh, let's say add those together. <laughs> Um, that's probably too heavy, so let's wait with percentages, don't you divide it by 100? Try that. Um, so, oh, well, maybe if I've stumbled across this, I'm owed a thousand pounds. I think the average weight of an oxygen is 16.004365. I, f I wasn't listening to everything you did. I got distracted, but... Um, Welcome to my bloody world, mate. Yeah, that, that sounded right. Let us know in the comments if it was. <laughs> I wasn't listening. My first ever victory, and you weren't even listening. You were a garbage boy made of garbage food. Hey, you've had many more victories than that. Don't put yourself down. That was a massive one. You just gave yeah. me barely any information and I came out with the science answer. It was brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Is that it now? Are we done now? Uh, how are we doing for time? <laughs> it's been fucking ages. <laughs> it's been how 52 minutes. That's it. Oh, God. That's like another page. Okay. Well, then, um, yeah. Uh... Yeah. So you, listener, will hear a delightful little ditty now. But in our lives, a week will pass. And then we will be back for the quiz. We're back in the room. Laura is so tired and um, unenthusiastic, she'd utterly forgotten the episode happened. Ron, how do you feel about that? I, well, you said... Oh, it was oh, all the maths have... one. I remember. You said, oh, we don't have to do a quiz. We've done a quiz. Yeah. But there's a quiz every episode. I know, but I thought we'd done a quiz but hadn't done an episode. But If it, if it makes you feel better, um, I haven't put any maths in the test. Oh, but I the maths was the only bit I did well with. Exactly, so no need to test you on You are it. a stupid little bitch and I hate you. Hey, now. Don't slap me. Oh, the Oscars just happened because this probably won't be going out for <laughs> six months. <laughs> we should do really topical references every episode <laughs> that are then okay. baffling by the time they go out. Okay, um, do you have your notebook slash a periodic table to, to hand? I do. I've got my notebook. I'd like you to tell I'm me. I'm going to call it Big Noty. Big noty. Um, I'd like you to tell me how many protons, neutrons, and electrons there are in <laughs> a germanium ion that has a charge of two plus. And what's awful is I remember so clearly that meaning something a week ago. <laughs> um, I've got Mackie here to help me today. Uh, geranium. It's got the number 32 on it. So that means it's got... Certainly means something. It's got 32 electrons? You give me the answer for all three and then I'll <laughs> give you the marks. What was the question again? Protons, neutrons and electrons. The germanium ion has a um, charge of positive two. And um, as germanium seems to be have a few different isotopes, let's say it's got an atomic mass of 73. It has to have 32 electrons because that's the little number in the top right of the box. So then it's got... Uh, th <laughs> so then it's got plus two charge. So it's got two more protons than electrons. So it's got 34 mm -hmm. protons. Yeah. So then neutrons, what did you say, 73? Yes, 73. So 34 plus, t um, 
What's 73 minus 34, Ron? Minus 34. So it's got 39 neutrons? Christ, you really ate shit on that question. No, no, oh. zero marks. <laughs> No, it's got 32 protons. Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> Suck a dick! Oh! I think that the electrons should be what we call the whizzies out the outside ones. Okay, well, but even then, <laughs> there still wouldn't be 32. Is it not? Is it... Oh, I thought that was how you knew. Oh. <sighs> I thought that was what that number meant, was how many outside wizards it had. No, that's how many inside Oh, that's sitters. how many DJs there are. Yes, that is the number of Bob Marleys. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Right. And then, yeah, so the 32 is how many Bob Marleys. So then you would subtract the 32 from the 73 to So then there's get... 41 electrons. No, there's 41 sound engineers, <laughs> the neutrons. Oh, bastards. Okay. And then, because it's got a charge of positive two... It's got two electrons. God, if, if you don't two. know, just let me finish the sentence. <laughs> two protons. If, it's got two protons. It's got two more protons than it's got electrons, because electrons 43. have 43. No, that was neutrons. It's got, it's got 30 electrons. Okay, then. I haven't learned anything. I'm already sad today, and now I haven't learned anything. Well, yeah, that, that was a, <laughs> a, a honking fat zero. <laughs> For the listener at home, that pause there where Ron had no idea what to do in the face of an emotional response, that was my dad happening via his son. Just, oh, well, that's how you feel. So, goodbye. Let's do some more facts. The imperative facts say that, yes, you are shit, actually. God. Okay, Laura, can you tell me what an isotope is? Probably not, Ron. Um, it is the Springfield baseball team. They were the isotopes, I'm afraid, so that's another zero. <laughs> I would have accepted a member of the Springfield <laughs> baseball An team. An isotope? Yes. Um, is that when um, there's different number of neutrons in the nucleus? It absolutely is. Yes. Yes. So nice. oh, yes, I'm so happy. Yes, an isotope is um, a different mass um, caused by a different number of neutrons. Yes. Okay, one point. Oh, thank God. Okay. Next question. Staying on the theme of mass, which is bigger, a proton or a neutron? They're both relative to one. Yes, Laura. I thought I'd um I thought I'd be Trixie. No, yes. I just was like I don't know, I can't remember what you said they were roughly, but you said that we rounded everything up to one except electrons which were zero because they're too small. Yes, and, so that and they they are made of gold leaf and then radiation goes through. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll cut off the last bit, but um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the relative mass of both protons and neutrons is one. And that's not a rounding thing. They are just the same mass. Well, we've made that up, but yeah, sure. What do you mean we've made that up? Well, we can't weigh them. They're too small. Yes, we can weigh them. With what? Tiny well, mice scales? No, it's just you get enough of them Oh, together. imagine an ant standing on a scale looking at how much he weighs. It's a cute image. If you wanted to do a cartoon or anything. <laughs> does you my butt look good and big in this? Of course it does. It's two thirds of your body. 
You could draw that up and have it as the uh, the album art. Yeah. For this episode. What's funny about album the... Album ant art. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I just want to try to distract you from the questions. <laughs> you think my What's... jokes are bad, my science answers are so much worse. What's quite funny about the format that we've chosen for this podcast is that listeners will get a sneak preview into the next episode. So when someone finishes chemistry too, they're, they're going to hear this and then they're going to be like, oh God, physics too is going to be <laughs> a fucking mess. Yeah. Okay, well, um, I, I think you're on for another mark in um, uh, this, the, the next question because the next question is, what is relative charge? How much magnetic energy these things have but specifically the concept uh, i of... hated the sound of you drinking then that was horrible um what do you mean oh. Ugh, stop it you grossy oh, God. <laughs> um yeah specifically the concept of relative charge um how much magnetic energy they have relative to each other keep going <laughs> Um, how much magnetic energy they have relative to each other and all things, relatively speaking? F colder, further away. <laughs> oh man, I thought that was an open fucking goal. You just basically talked about this for relative mass. The relative charge. <laughs> one, they're both one, relatively. What's both one? <laughs> Protons and electrons. Keep going. Okay, and back on the right track. Neutrons are zero. Yes. Yes. And why do we do this? Because we've got nothing else to do. <laughs> All right, zero points. No, no, go, go away. No, um, because they kiss each other. They go to the party together. <laughs> Don't they? No. They do. They get. They get in. But they attract each other. Yeah. It just. Yeah. No. No. It just makes it easier. So we say protons are positive one, electrons are negative one, and then when we're working out ions and shit, we can say, you know, what charge it has in a round number. Yeah, we're making it up as we go along. I already said that earlier. Yeah, and it's minus points for that. You got two out of six on that quiz, Laura. <laughs> Fine. I would rather have two out of six and have my dignity. Um, yeah, so it was three for the first one. Uh, one point for protons, neutrons and electrons. One for what an isotope is. One for what is bigger, proton or neutron. And then one for the relative charge for those following along at home. Well, that was a mature end to a podcast, wasn't it? Yes, I think it um, sums up your feeling about the quiz. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Now, I've got a couple of notes. I, I, I very much regret being disparaging about my engagement ring. It was very... I was joking, and I would just like to put that back into the um, um, ether that I love my engagement ring. That's code for Tom might listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Tom actually loves this podcast, which is nice. Um, but he does agree with you all the time and um, rolls his eyes a lot. But um, no, I love my engagement ring. And um, I think listening back to that, I thought that I was probably going to follow that up with a joke a bit more. And I never did. <laughs> so it just sounds <laughs> like I'm a spoiled bitch. But um, I love it. Anyway, I also wanted to know what, if you're listening, what's your go-to thing that's about a metre? Because I feel like Ron really laughed at me for saying a wheelbarrow, but I want to know what your yeah, go-to thing is. we don't live in the fucking arches. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a garden. I don't have a wheelbarrow. <laughs> There's too many steps in my garden. But anyway... What's your go-to thing that's about a metre? Also... I, a a metre is about a metre. Yeah, it... but... What do you just think about a metre ruler, then? 
Yeah, kind of. I just go like, no, that's about a meter. Well, I think about a wheelbarrow. <laughs> anyway, um, when I was doing this maths bit about oxygen and Ron wasn't listening, was that the right answer? We need to know that as well, because Ron delicted his duty. No, that's not it, is it? Deliction of duty? Delegation. No, it's... Well, whatever that word is, let us know that as well. Yeah, you've got so much homework to do this week. <laughs> anyway, was that right? I don't know. Did you no, say, are you, you to me? weren't listening. No, I'm oh, sorry, I wasn't really listening then either. You're, you're a very bad man. No word on John Tickle Watch. Uh, we've had no response from Tickle's camp about coming on the podcast, which no. is sad. That but is sad. And expected. What, what is he doing? Yeah, what are you up to, John Tickle? Um, and uh, let us know if you scored better than two out of six on the quiz. Do you want to say anything, Ron? <laughs> um, uh, um, yeah, did you get three, four, five, or six on the quiz? Or maybe one? <laughs> Why are you such a sarcastic dickhead? You're <laughs> so annoying. I'm not. I lead the lessons, you lead the... the... I did lead, but I can't do all of it, because otherwise it's just a lesson. As you like to say. Anyway, <laughs> see you all next week. Thank you very much for all the love and the love, I suppose, just again. And um, hey, do a cartoon of an ant on some scales. We want to see what that might look like. Um, we'll see you next week when, oh God, it's physics next week. Yeah. Woof. Okay, we'll see you for that. But in the meantime, we're on all the social medias. We are at Lex Education. Chat to us on Twitter, Instagram, sometimes TikTok, but increasingly less. <laughs> um, YouTube, all the places. That's where we are. Facebook, even. Facebook. Remember hey. Facebook? Yeah, remember Facebook. That's still around. And, you know, we put stuff there in case your aunt's listening. So uh, chat to us there and we will see you next week. Take care. Goodbye. Class dismissed. <laughs>